How many of you have been uh, experiencing trials this week? <laughs> that wasn't a joke. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. We experience trials, don't we? And God has a way for us to go through those trials. There is not anything that we are walking through that God will not prepare us and equip us to succeed through. That's a good word for somebody. Let me just say, uh, Brother Larry Smith gave a great word this morning. You know, in the the Word of God, if you read the uh, prophets, it's not always uh, the Lord's wanting to bless you and wanting to... It, sometimes it's a hard word, and I don't want to say that what he brought was a hard word. It was, an, it, was, it was the word of God, that we need to get back on board with where the Spirit wants to go, no longer the way that we want to go. And the fact that we don't know how that feels or how that looks, that's good. That's okay. But we need to get back on track, and one of the ways that we get back on track is by getting into his word. Amen? I thought that was such a good word. I thought it was the word. I thought it was the, is it the rhema word? It spoke to me. Father, open up our eyes. Let us get on board with you. Stop trying to get you on board with us. Let us get on board with you. All right, James chapter 1. We're going to pick it up in James uh, chapter 1 verse 5. If you've not been coming the last few weeks, go get the sounded like thunder. Go get, I was going to say the tapes, and I think the Lord was saying we don't do tapes anymore. (laughs) We do CDs, we do uh, downloads, we do podcasts. (laughs) It's always a bad sign when my sound guy goes. Not, Not the look I'm looking for. Have you ever done that to God? All right, mute, mute my microphone. And unmute this one and mute everything else. We'll see if that's it. All right. James chapter 1, verse 5. Now, what I was saying was, we've been talking about trials, and I'm skipping over it this morning. We've been just dealing with James chapter 1, verse verse 1 through verse 4 and how we go through trials and there is a way to go through your trial I don't care how big your trial is there's a way to go through it have you heard on I I listened to the message on XM radio and the guy says don't tell don't tell the mountain don't tell God how big your mountain is tell the mountain how big your God is God holds the earth holds the universe in the span of his hand can he handle what you're going through Yes, he can, and he has given us instruction. The problem is, number one, we don't know the instruction. Number two, if we do know it, we don't do it. That's me. When I start to struggle, when I start to fumble and mess up, I realize I'm not standing on God's word. I'm trying to stand on mine, and it's rocky on mine. So, let's look at verse 5. James chapter 1, verse 5. I got ahead of you, Blake, sorry. Let's go back. James chapter 1, verse 5. If any of you lacks wisdom, who is that? Me. Between us and God, who's the lacking of the wisdom person? (laughs) Us. 
we don't know all that God knows. So if you can real quickly just identify with the fact that you're not God and you don't know what God knows, God's ways are not our ways. He's wanting to show us. He's wanting to give us. He's wanting to release to us the mysteries of the kingdom that we don't know. So that's us. Whether you think you know everything or, or, or you don't, that's us. We lack wisdom when it comes to the knowledge that God has. Would you all agree with that? Okay, so that's me. Let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith. But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he doubts. For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven, by, driven and tossed by the wind. Now, just a very quick recap of last week. All provision is there for us, but what unlocks the door? Asking. Asking. You've got to ask. You have got to ask. And you don't just ask. You ask in faith. Because now the testing of your faith is coming about. Remember, consider it all joy when you face various trials that the testing of your faith produces patience. Not the test itself. Not the trial. The trial is not going to produce patience. The testing of your faith is going to produce patience. So now we ask in faith. Here comes the test. Here comes the testing of your faith. We've got to ask in faith. Not doubting, not wavering, but believing, right? So what do we ask for? We ask for wisdom. Now let's just, um, this, this sermon is not, this whole series is not about wisdom. It's about trials. It's about how to deal with your trials. But he says here in James chapter 1 to ask for something in faith, and that's to ask for wisdom. So let's go to a couple wisdom chapters, and let's just read them. I'm not going to dwell here, but I want you to hear what you get with wisdom. If you would, turn with me to Proverbs chapter 2. And guys, we're going to read a lot of scripture this morning. We're going we're gonna to take in the word of God because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I want to do what I can this morning to equip you for what you're going to face this afternoon. What you face tomorrow is going to be back on you. What, what you get today is not enough for tomorrow. We got enough problems in today. God says don't even worry about tomorrow. Deal with today. Right? So let's deal with today. We're going to get filled up right here. Everybody ready? What was the word you said, Larry, that the faucet's been turned off? Well, the faucet's getting turned on right here. Is that what you said? Did he say that? I thought you said that, the faucet of the Holy Spirit. Maybe I'm thinking of Pastor Matt and when he was talking about the, 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 t the tank back here, how we turn the faucet on sometimes in church and the Spirit is poured out into us, but we turn that off. And we walk away and we go and live our life. I thought that's what you said. I'll have to go back and listen. But I thought it came out. Anyway, all right. Maybe that's another word. Okay, Proverbs chapter 2. My son, if you receive my words and treasure my commands within you. Um, if y'all don't mind, pay attention to if. If is a big word. It's a small word. But it's a big word. If you receive my words and treasure my commands within you. So that you incline your ear to wisdom. Catch this next word. And apply your heart to understanding. Verse 3. Yes, if you cry out for discernment. And lift up your voice for understanding. Verse 4. If 
you seek her as silver and search for her as for hidden treasure. Then, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Verse 6, for the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk uprightly. He guards the paths of the just of justice and preserves the way of his saints. Now don't don't get too far ahead. The whole reason I'm reading this to you is to real is to find value in wisdom. What does he do? He gives wisdom. He's a shield to those who walk uprightly. He guards the path of justice and preserves the way of his saints. Verse 9. Then you will understand righteousness and justice, equity, and every good path. Verse 10. When wisdom enters your heart and knowledge is pleasant to your soul, discretion will preserve you. Understanding will keep you. To deliver you from the way of evil, from the man who speaks perverse things, from those who leave the paths of uprightness to walk in the ways of darkness, who's re who rejoice in doing evil and delight in perversity in the w of the wicked, whose ways are crooked and whose are, and whose are devious in their paths. It's good. To deliver you, To, it's hard to do this one-handed because the wind's blowing up here. And, you, you know, your Bible's uh, these real thin sheets. Peace be still. Amen. But we need air. I saw somebody fanning themselves, and it's like 15 degrees outside. Man. Okay. To deliver you from the immoral woman, from the seductress who flatters with her words, who forsakes the companion of her youth and forgets the covenant of her God. For her house leads to death, down to death, and her path to death. None who go to her return, nor do they regain the paths of life. You may walk in the way of goodness and keep, so you may walk in the way of goodness and keep to the paths of righteousness. For the upright will dwell in the land, and the blameless will remain in it. But the wicked will be cut off from the earth, and the unfaithful will be uprooted from it. So, When you follow James chapter 1, if you choose to ask in faith for wisdom, this is the return that you will get. If, obtaining wisdom, if, from, from Proverbs chapter 2, if you receive my words, number one, you've got to know the word to receive it. You've got to get in the word to receive it. You're not going to receive anything you don't have. You've got to receive it. Have you ever had somebody speak something over you and you just reply, I receive that? I've even had some people say things over me that I've said, I don't receive that. Had someone tell me that I wasn't going to see the graduation of my kids. And I said, I rebuke that in the name of Jesus and don't you ever speak that over me again. I will see the graduation of my kids. I will live long on this earth. I honor, let me just give you one scripture. I honor my father and mother that my days may be long that the Lord thy God has given me. It's the first commandment with a promise. So take that word you just said and shove it. Amen. 
probably didn't come out just right, but I don't receive that. But then uh, Brother Larry comes up and gives a word. It lines up with the word of God. You know what my response is? I receive that. I realize that I remove myself sometimes from what the Holy Spirit wants to do, and I do that personally. I do that in my heart, and it's my job to return. It's my job to recognize that. I receive that. I need to receive his words. If you receive my words, this is uh, Proverbs 2, verse 1. If you receive my words, what else? If you cry out for discernment, you have to respond. You know, a mother's milk will not come down until the baby cries. Provision comes when the sound, the cry, the sound cry, the the cry, the the sound of the cry comes. The hunger sound comes. You know, God responds the same way when we cry out. He responds. He comes down. When does he come into our presence? When we lift our voices and praise him. When we respond, he responds. When we draw near, he draws near. When we ask, he answers. How much more will I give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? You've got to ask. Cry out. Lift up your voice. If you seek her, you are to seek after wisdom like you would search for a treasure. Have you ever lost something in your house? Some things you care about, some things you don't. Some things you take time to look for. Other things you don't care about. You just let it be lost. Wisdom is to be sought after more than treasure. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. There is the part for us to seek. Do you know how you'll find righteousness? Proverbs 2. It says, if you will seek after and find wisdom, you will find righteousness. You will find the path of righteousness. Not only that, God will protect you from unrighteousness. That's how good wisdom is. Amen. Isn't that good? Thank you for responding. If you seek her, what do you get? Then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Proverbs tells us that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of all wisdom. Now, this this is not the sermon today about the fear of the Lord, but you want to be blessed? Go do some research in God's word about the fear of the Lord. You want to see real breakthrough? Find the fear of the Lord. Amen? So, let's go to uh, Proverbs chapter 4. Flip over one page. Uh, In my Bible, it's two pages. All right, we're going to read this one. Mr. Blake, can you help me out? Here we go. Hear, my children, the instruction of a father, and give attention to no understanding. Do you see our part? Hear and give attention. For I give you good doctrine. Do not forsake my law. When I was my father's son, tender and the only one in the sight of my mother, he also taught me and said to me, Let your heart retain my words, keep my commands, and live. Get wisdom. Get understanding. 
Don't, do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her and she will preserve you. Love her and she will keep you. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And in all you're getting, get understanding. While you're, while you're at the store, get understanding. Exalt her and she will promote you. She will bring you honor when you embrace her. Now listen, here comes what God is so good to show us, what we get when we seek him. He doesn't just blindly say, go do this, and I'm not going to tell you why to do it, but you better do it, and I'll smack you if you don't. Nope, God says, this is what you get if you do it, this is what you get if you don't. You choose. He's been saying the whole time, here, give attention, go get, go get, go get. Don't forsake her, she'll preserve you. Love her, and she will keep you. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And as you're getting, get understanding. Exalt her, and she will promote you. She will bring you honor when you embrace her. She will place on your head an ornament of grace, a crown of glory she will deliver to you. Hear, my son, and receive my sayings. And the years of your life will be many. That was a good one. I have taught you in the way of wisdom. I have led you in the right paths. When you walk, your steps will not be hindered. And when you run, you won't stumble. Take firm hold of instruction. Do not let go. Keep her, for she is your life. Don't enter the path of the wicked, and don't walk in the way of evil. Avoid it. Do not travel on it. Turn away from it and pass on it, for they do not sleep unless they have done evil. And their sleep is taken away unless they make someone fall. For they eat the bread of the wickedness, of wickedness, and drink the wine of violence. But the path of the just is like the shining sun that shines ever brighter into the perfect day. The way of the wicked is like darkness. They do not know what makes them stumble. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ears to my sayings. Don't let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them, and health to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it springs the issues of life. Put away from you deceitful mouth and perverse lips far from you. Let your eyes look straight ahead and your eyelids look right before you. Ponder the path of your feet and let all your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or the left. Remove your foot from evil. So James chapter 1 is teaching us to ask for wisdom. I believe scripture tells us to go another step further than asking. You're to seek it. You're to look for it. You're to go get it. You are to exalt it. You are to desire it. And it says never let the word depart from your eyes. Keep the word in front of you. And if you do so, your path will be protected. Your path will be a pathway of health. I read that it was health to my flesh. That's today. We're only going to have flesh on the earth. Is that a blessing for today? Yes. Get wisdom. Get wisdom. Get wisdom. Get wisdom. Okay, I need to, I need to wrap things up. So we ask for help. We ask for guidance. We ask for, for guidance. Now what? How do we ask? We ask in faith. But it says in verse 7, in verse uh, 6, But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. Verse 7. 
For let not that man suppose he will receive anything from the Lord. Verse 8, he is, a double, he is double-minded and unstable in all his ways. We've got to ask in faith. We've got to ask in faith. We've got to ask according to his word. We've got to ask. You know what that means in faith? It means believing you're going to get it. What you're walking through this week, the decisions that you make, you ask for you ask for guidance, you ask for wisdom this morning in faith according to his word, and you must believe that you're going to receive it. If you don't put believing with the asking, what does it say? It's not a good word. You need to just expect not to receive anything, for he is a double-minded man. Unstable, not just unstable in asking for God, God's help, unstable in all his ways. That man will get nothing. This is a man who's asking. He's talking about a man who asks. It's not a man who's just choosing not to ask. It's a man who's asking but doubting. So it's important that we ask not doubting. How do we ask not doubting? We've got to have faith. How do we get faith? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You've got to be in the word. So that when you ask, you believe. It's good. You ask your way, you get nothing. Not only that, it says you're double-minded. A person who's double-minded has two faces going in two different directions. His allegiance is divided because of his lack of sincerity and he vacillates between belief and disbelief. Sometimes thinking God will help him, sometimes giving up all hope because he doesn't believe at all. It says that this person is unstable in all his ways, not only in his prayer life, but because of the lack of consistency in his exercise of faith, he betrays his complete general character. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 says, Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. It is the substance of It is what you stand on. It's what your belief stands on. And that faith comes from the word. When you stand on that belief, God will move. God will move according to his word. I'm going to say it again. He's watching over his word to perform it. But you've got to put his word out there, out of your mouth and out of your belief. And you've got to release your faith. Do you know when God did miracles, there was always a release of faith? When the woman with the issue of blood pushed her way through, she didn't go asking anything. She just shoved her way through knowing, if I can just touch him, if I can just touch him, I'll get healed. There wasn't a healing line. There was no anointing oil. There was no laying on of hands. There was faith. And you know what Jesus said? Healing's gone out for me. The disciples said, what are you talking about? There's thousands of people around you, hitting you in every direction. Nope. Someone touched me for healing, and healing power went out. Who was it? It was me. I'm sorry, it was me. And what did Jesus say? Your faith has healed you. We want to get that mixed up sometimes to say the power is in the person. No, the power is in the Word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God, and it was her belief in the Word that God responds to. God is pleased by faith. And it pleased God for that woman to push her way through and get what was hers. That was hers to get. But she had to go get it. Faith is the substance. It is the evidence. You have got 
to stand. Y'all ever heard the Aaron Tippin song? It's so funny in my iTunes folder. Aaron Tippin's a smart guy because he was—he's got the first letter of the alphabet, so he's at the top of my. And I'm not a big Aaron Tippin fan. I used to be—I used to be country, but man, he's country. He's just country. But he sang a song: "You got to stand for something, or you'll fall for anything." But the key is you got to stand on God's word because everything else will fall. Everything else will fall. There's sh- there's a shaking going on. The only one left standing are those that stand on God's word in his kingdom. But you can't stand on that if you don't have it. Do you see what it said? Get it in your heart and protect it and exalt it and go looking for it. Gain it. Go get it. Go get it. Church, if, 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 then you. Are you going to do the if this week? Because it's God's job to do the then. Praise God, we don't have to do the then. We just have to do the if. Faith without works is dead. There's nothing you can do to earn what Jesus Christ has done for you. But it says, if you love me, Jesus says, if you love me, obey me. If you love me, obey me. Church, there is the potential of A restored family. There's a potential of a restored youth, teenager. There's the potential of a restored adult family relationship. There's a potential of a restored business. The potential of a restored checking account. The potential of a restored health issue. Right in front of us. Right in front of us. If. If you will hear my word and obey me, then all these blessings will come and find you and overtake you. Church, can we do the if? Get in the word. Get in the church. Get to serving as Miss Tammy was singing this morning. Strength will rise as we wait upon the Lord. As we serve God. Part of our responsibility as a Christian is to seek the word to be in the vine, but also to be in the church and to be connected. Amen. And to not be of the, be in the world, but don't be of the world. Amen. Can we do that? Who needs breakthrough? Let's do the if. Y'all stand up with me and let's pray. Father, I thank you. I thank you that our, that our door that's been closed is, is right in front of us. And Lord, part of our part is just to find your word and to stand on it and to believe it. Lord, it says to be looking for that evil path and not go down it. Your word says that you will protect us from evil. If we gain wisdom, if we're in your word. Lord, that tells me that if I'm not in your word, I'm going to have a hard time avoiding it. You may be here today and just so struggling with sin. So struggling personally in your life. 
want to encourage you. You can't fight sin without God. You can't fight sin without God. Turn your heart this morning to the Lord and repent. Repentance is just turning. Confessing out of your mouth, Lord, I've been messing up and I desire to turn around and to quit doing that. Lord, I turn my heart back to you. Forgive me of my sin. Turn your heart back to the Lord. Get in the word. Get in the vine. Jesus is the word. He is the vine. And he desires to trim you up to where you start to produce. To where you start to be a blessing to your spouse, to your children, to your job, to your city, to your church. Restore us, Lord. Lord, we're turning back to you. I thank you for the manifest word of God this morning. We are going to turn to you. We are going to hear your word. And we're going to do your word. And Lord, we're going to believe. Do you need prayer this morning? Have you never received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Do you want to return? You, you Maybe you've received Jesus and you want to return back to the Lord. You've moved away from him. Maybe you've got a health issue. Maybe you've got a, a job issue that's falling apart. Maybe you've got a marriage that's about to fall apart. Let's release our faith this morning and believe that God can restore it by turning back to him this morning. If that's you, I just encourage you, step out. Let us pray with you. Those that are ministering with me, come on down. As Miss Tammy sings, we want to give you a moment to be prayed for, to be ministered to. Come. The Lord would say, come.